Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Chuck and Brian will attempt to entertain and inform you about Star Wars, the Old Republic. They will not succeed at either. In fact, the odds of a successful podcast are 12,367,000 to 1. The Bad Feeling Podcast is not recommended for consumption by Twi'lek, Cathar, Voss, Human, Cyborg, or any other sentient species. You have been warned. Greetings and salutations, my final Republic friends. Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Welcome! How the hell you doing? I'm Chuck. I'm Brian. And this is the show that is uh, your... Oh, man, we talk about this stupid game that soaks up every waking minute of our lives. Star Wars, the old Republic. You know it, dude. And it still is. Yes. Still. And even more minutes. And more minutes. And more minutes. It's so great. And more minutes. It keeps on dude, going. it's awesome. It just keeps going. I've been star fortressing. Stop. Star. Oh, I haven't. I haven't gone Dude. there yet. I need to. I need to do some more of yeah, that. Yeah, you thought you had some alliance members to gain before. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I, I. I just kicked into some of that. I've been PvPing like a motherfucker yeah. you know, lately. I mean, I've been. I've Good. been doing a lot of PvPing this. It's yeah. been it's been actually a lot of fun on on Shadowlands. It's been a, a nice new home to say the least. Nice to have Q pops. I know. Yes. And people that suck, which is really cool because really? I can win every once in a while. Nice. Well, what's actually kind of fun is well, here let's do some show maintenance first. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us uh, just search Bad Feeling Podcast and you can uh, subscribe, download us there. You can get us on Google Play. You can get us on Stitcher wherever you get your podcast. You can find us, of course. So make sure you do that. You can also find us on social media. Uh, um, I, my personal Twitter is at Bearded Ape, but for the show... At Bad Feeling, P-D-C-S-T. And, of course, on Facebook, slash Bad Feeling Podcast, and then BadFeelingPodcast.com. Right. So if you go to the website, you can uh, get the yes. podcast, you can get the music from the podcast, you see our forums uh, that we right. can sign up for it. If you want to become part of the guild... Yeah, I yeah. recommend it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, highly recommend it. We've had yeah. we've got a, got a Dude, lot of new got additions. Like two hundred and something members of the guild right now. Yeah, it's actually been pretty Dude, cool, and a lot yeah. of new a lot of new people that we hadn't uh, new hadn't blood, had. People, yeah. new people running ops with us, That's new cool. people running PvP with us. I know. Yeah, I know. it's fun, That's dude. We gotta, we gotta like get, we gotta get, get. On, I gotta get on the damn guild. Other than between like nine and midnight every night. <laughs> You know, like I got you mean like I, during the day. My weekends have been like swamped with other shit lately, so I haven't been able to jump on during the weekends. So I feel like I'm missing out on like a bunch of time that I need to be spending, you know, nurturing our guild. That's true. Bringing people. They want to see. Giving they want, them hugs. They want to hear from you. They do. They? That's why they're there. They're oh, like, okay. oh, where's Chuck? It's like, oh, <laughs> just, I know, I know. Uh, I'm on the show too. No, we want to talk to Chuck. God damn it! <laughs> Dude, it's been festival after festival after festival lately. Like the you last, and your sausage. Last three, well, sausage fest, and that's not, that, that is sort of what it implies. Uh, then we had fun, fun, fun fest, and then we had a house score horror fest. So I had like three big festivals all in a row. And then my kid, like, they had a birthday, and I mean, I had to fuck around with that. That sucks, you know? So, it's, it's, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn it. So it's just been like swamped the last few weekends, but I'm anticipating a lot more slow tour time during yeah. the week of Thanksgiving and Good. Christmas coming up. I'm yeah. going to be, yeah. Brr, That's how brr. we celebrate brr. lightsabers. Time. <laughs> 
just time. It gives me more time to spend in game. That's dude. what I need. Every I waking moment, dude. I know. I know. Dude, I had a fucking waking moment. I had a dream about Powertech tanking the other night. <laughs> that's because you're terrible at it. I know. <laughs> Clearly. like <laughs> It's not a dream. It's a fucking nightmare. It was, dude. It, it was like in one of those halls, and I couldn't pull the bad guy. It was just like, oh, fuck, it sucked, dude. See, my <laughs> problem is, is that after our episode on tanking, I'm looking at you tank and watching you suck at it and going, I can't. There's no way I'm going to be any good at this. I'm like, Brian's awesome at this game compared to me. So I'm gonna be awful. And he sucks at tanking. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is this is gonna be bad if they want me to tank. So I will be on the pre-op ops. You there know, you go. like it's gonna be bad uh, for sure, dude. Because that's I feel sorry for the rest of our team. That's all right. We all learn together. Um, okay. Maybe, maybe I'll heal while you tank, <laughs> which will fail faster. Uh, well, we're not, when, 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 we're, when we're raiding a hard mode and the dude that's in 192 gear has got like a thousand more uh, a thousand more DPS than I do, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me, man? <laughs> I was granted, I was falling asleep at the the, the console. I was I was dozing and off a little bit. He's really good. He is really good. So <laughs> you got to keep that in mind. Like he, he was it, really good before 4.0, and he's still really good. But it hurts me. <laughs> in the fields man it's like damn man come on bro let, let a guy have a little bit of something <laughs> i do feel okay because he got into pvp with like five snipers which really yeah and we won by the way but, no but I, and we were all about matched evenly as far as what of our what our damage was, there was you like, go. okay all right cool i'm i'm i'm, I'm in there I'm, okay. in the, I'm in the zone good you know, not too bad so that's pretty good but the pvp pops on shadowlands have been actually really really awesome so yes uh, i'm pretty pleased about that even gsf man and it's been a lot of really good not like unbalanced matches like what will happen is in pvp sometimes you'll have this way unbalanced thing, sure. and that still happens every once in a while but for the most part it's like been you know hit 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 back and forth like we got down good. we did um uh what's the fucking turrets one um the, silver war yeah i think so and got it down to like Ten, like, like wow. it, we played the entire match. Nice, and I mean it was great. It's wow. and those are the kind of fun ones like, yeah. that I really, I really dig. Uh, because then I know. always lose those though. That's the worst thing. It's like, oh, we could have pulled it out. But it depends, man. We lose. It I depends. always, always lose those. Uh, I always. don't always. I'm close to it though. Mm, mm. <laughs> God that, damn it! That dude. that weekly is kind of rough to get from time to time. So make 15 sure fifteen losses takes a long fucking time. <laughs> it really does. But if you're on Shadowlands, look for uh, just to join the chat channel. Bad feeling. And yes. uh, see join bad feeling, and you can uh, get us in there, maybe t- uh, chat with us, and, yeah, uh, and join the guild. Uh, we are has a bad feeling, which looks awesome on your fucking nameplate. I'll it tell does. you that right now. We had a listener recognize me as we were going into Eternity Vaults. Like, is that Brian? It's like, well, yes, yes, it is. Oh, nice. right, cool. Right. And it did like emote dance, you know. <laughs> Good times. It's like, yes, because the the nameplate has yep. a bad feeling. It's uh, it's unmistakable. My it looks friends. good. So, yes, make sure that you uh, find us there. You can also find us on the pub side. We are Loves Twi'leks and Spice on the pub side. Yeah, that one looks good, too. It's the same chat channel, though, right? It's yes. still Bad Feeling? Okay, Slash so, Bad Feeling. So you can do that on the pub side as well. I still have not joined the guild on the fucking pub side yet. Yeah, I, need I to, don't want you. I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, my pubs, my pubs still suck. I mean, I, I my Sentinel is still kind of a uh, prissy dick. So well, That's all know. right. No, so be it. I've um, got, yeah. And in this episode, we're going to talk again to, we're going to hear from again. Yes. Our friend over at uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Debbie Sue Wolfkill. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the marketing and the messaging 
of Star Wars: The Old Republic and what's coming out with uh, Battlefront, with Force Awakens, and some of the stuff that's uh, that's coming around right. it. Now she's good. Yeah, I, I mean, realize how dumb I am when it comes to marketing. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not the fact that we're dumb, right? Okay, so this is one of the things that I, I, think, I noticed. I think that plays a part. All right, maybe it is. <laughs> but what I noticed is is that you know Musco Musco's good, right? Musco's damn good. I thought that dude is like when he, it when it comes got the to talking to, points, right? When it comes to staying on message. The guy's just like awesome at it, right? Yes, and and he's got every the, single time, and he's got the podcaster sort of mentality, the little bit of radio mentality where it's like I can sound like I'm really awesome and interesting, but at the same time I'm not saying anything new. Yeah, ah, and you're not going to get me to say anything <laughs> new. He's good at it. He's really good. Yeah, but Debbie, oh my God, dude, she is like even even more hardcore. She like, is the grandmaster. Like on, I she totally did the Jedi mind trick on us during this know, interview. Dude. So <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna split it. We'll do something we don't normally do. Split it up a little bit listen to some of our answers kind of respond to it uh and give you a little bit of insight into what we sort of took away from the pieces and parts and all that stuff so that's going to happen toward the end of the episode but really before then we got to talk about this uh companion nerf so is it the um, end of the world no, no, it's not the end of the world. It's the, the end of the I'm world. I'm fucking deep <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm sub. I'm sub. I'm out of here. I looked at the internet. It's the end of the world. Of course it is. It's the end of the world. That's I can't believe when, they're doing. That's this. what happens when you read Reddit, dude. Everything is uh, the whole thing is coming down. It's going to collapse. It's it's all over. Obviously. So in case you missed it, there was a patch that came out this week. Oh, you can't miss it because it took you yeah. fucking four hours to download. Dude, the I had to reinstall the fucking game because it, it did that thing where it starts to install and then it fucking fails and oh, it comes and back up and it, it won't. It get yeah. all fucking corrupted. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. having to fucking goddamn. I luckily waited long them. enough that that it just took it about. I'm impatient. It took it about forty five <laughs> minutes for it to get to to get through it. But but I was I was doing it last night, not during the day. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I think they had remedied a little bit of that by the time I got to it. They so, did. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Got it worked out for you. Yeah. So it's totally <laughs> fine for me. I didn't have to reinstall. Well, shit. At this point, I need to because I don't have it on my solid state drive. I've got it on. Uh, oh on no. Another, yeah, I know. Long load times, dude. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, but that's why you know. Solid state. 120 gigs is not not yeah, enough to it, you know. It goes work. quick when 40 of that is about to I know work. exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. like oh son of a bitch. I need to get a bigger drive. But yeah. if you patch last night, you realize that they uh, that they solved a couple of problems that there were because um, well they did. You can now commit your utility points. That's nice. That's good. Yeah, and then also, uh, but the big thing was the ner- was the healer problem, right? Yeah, and, and, companions. Uh, well, and you know, companions are one of those things that people um, they need them apparently. Yeah, well, it's a big part uh, of the they, game they, now. They like them now, right? You know, and there's a lot of them. There's yes. like fifty of them oh, now. Fuck, dude, I know. So there's a lot of them to to, to become friends with and to bang to so influence. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but the thing was, was that when they were healing, they were overpowering everything. Yes. So companion healers were fucking ridiculous uh, to the point where people would elect to not choose another player to heal them in a flashpoint. In a four mm-hmm. point, in a four man group, they would choose a companion instead of a player because the player couldn't keep up with the companion. That's kind of redonk. That's 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 over the top. Yeah. Uh, so. That's not intended. Okay, fine. <laughs> but no. what they did in this patch is they they swung the big old nerf bat and so the pendulum goes from one side where we heal too much to all the way to the other side where we don't heal enough. It's now. a good between sixty and seventy five percent nerf in the healing abilities, which kind of sucks. And that's that from what I've read that that appears to be uniform regardless of influence level. Yeah, you know the the higher the it'll influence, the more they, they do. But yeah. it's it's still. 
seventy percent reduced from what it was from what it could have been yeah. at, at the old influence level. So it's a uh, it, it really and of course everybody's freaking out. Oh my god, it's the end of the world. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, I should be able to do this and yada yada and. Kind of the crux of the argument is that the new sort of gameplay is you go out and you recruit your alliance members and then you use them to do the old heroic twos, which are basically the new dailies. And you do these heroic two star fortress missions and you do the heroic two uh, uh, planetary missions to get stuff for your alliance and to get gifts and to get stuff to influence other people, whatever. You're forced into doing these heroics. Yeah. And you should be able to solo them. Now, the problem is... With the way that they nerfed the companions, soloing those heroic twos, while still doable, it's still it's still possible. You may die, and also you it's going to take a lot longer than it used to. So you can no longer just stand in front of the, the group of bad guys and just kill them all at once. You have to you know use yeah. your CC, use your heroic moment, pop a defensive, or heal yourself in addition to being healed by the companion, or in addition to having your companion well, tank. Well, and, and to me that's not the end of the world because that's I mean you know they're they're heroics quote unquote right so they're supposed right? to be a little tougher. Yeah, you know supposed to have to work at it a little bit more than you would. Uh, just running through regular gameplay or class missions or whatever. So I mean, sure. you're gonna be expected to get a little bit, a, a little bit harder than it would be uh, something else, right? I mean, in theory, yeah. And that's, but it's also, and, and this this is a design intention. You should be able to do it by yourself. Yeah. Because this is the new dailies. This is how you build your alliance, and mm-hmm. that's you know more or less single player uh, gameplay. Yeah. Building your alliance, and you have to do the heroics to build your alliance. So you should be able to do the heroic twos by yourself with your companion. Now the thing is, you can, or you may die a bunch, or it takes a lot longer, and that's that's kind of thing. It's it's a little more difficult. You can still do it by yourself, but it just takes longer. Well, and, and it's and what I noticed, what I noticed right off the bat yesterday was it was the first time that I went in and tried to join the alliance system and start bringing in some other new companions and do all that stuff. Right, I hadn't really jumped into that because we jumped back into ops and then I was doing PvP and. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I got an hour. Let's do a couple of these. And I started doing it. What I noticed right off the bat was that it takes a lot longer to kill shit than it did before as yes. well. So overall, it seems to be slowing the game down quite a bit uh, as far as what you're doing. So, I mean, yes, it, I, I wasn't dying on stuff, but the level sync thing makes it so. And I'm used to having Treak with me all the time. So Treak can heal sure. and DPS pretty well. Sure. You know, um, and bang away at stuff and help me kill shit a lot faster. It seems like it's taking a lot longer, you know, and yeah, it, and it there's <laughs> there's kind of just some impedance to to moving forward in some of that stuff. And, and I think that's actually a deterrent because, I mean, there's been so many efforts to speed up the way that you do the game. Right. Uh, whether it's quick travel points, whether it's the you know, the way that those get unlocked now, the way that you all you can the speeder points that are already unlocked. Yeah. You know, like all those things to speed up the way that you do the game, the fast travel to, to your contact, the fast travel to your alliance, uh, That's to, nice. to your alliance button, like like all those little things to speed things up. And then you get to a planet or get to a heroic and you're like, it feels like a dead stop. Right, you, you know, get there quickly. Yeah, you get there quickly, but, but then it takes forever to get it done. Then to actually complete the content, it's it's really a bit more of a grind. So, um, now that being said, that that being said, what's on the front the front end of that is is that so this is the like this is a sort of beginning the alliance stage, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you were going through through those heroics over and over and over and over and over again, and they're so fast to do them over and over, you get really bored pretty quickly as well. The, but, but it will slow you down and make you probably not do them as much, though. 
Right. You know, you're not going to go back and play that content just because I need a, I need to blow 15 minutes and earn a few credits. It's like, well, now I got to invest a, four, a half hour, 45 minutes to an hour to get to, through something instead. Uh, let me do a couple of PVP matches. Let me do yeah. something else. Well, you know, it, whatever. It does make the old daily uh, areas a lot more enticing because you can still do CZ 198 in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Maybe maybe less if you're good. Um, whereas doing the heroics, those are going to take a little longer now. So yeah. uh, going back to those old daily areas, even with the level sync and everything. But loot drop, I mean, as far as like what you get out of it. I you mean, still get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, so you know. it's, it, I don't know. It may or may, it's probably pretty close for time invested i don't know i killed a few things on yeah but i was getting some badass 168 gear dude it's nice. pretty awesome fucking hey i was yeah, ready dude. to go yes but those bracers on my companion oh wait i can't do that anymore uh, well you know <laughs> oh well you, you use a use them for your costume but i don't think it's i, I don't think this is a deal breaker as far as you know, I don't know. as See, far as anything else i'm i'm kind of okay with it because you can still level up your companion's influence and make them into a good healer it just out of the box they weren't completely overpowered and i think that's kind of the point behind this and i think they're gonna have to swing back to the middle a little bit and make them a little bit better 75 percent is a bit much but but i think but i think the effort is to go oh by the way you really do need to get this companion system going and get this get them uh that you get your influence up with these with these yeah. tunes to really make a difference and i think that's kind of what the effort is is to make sure that people are paying attention to where that stuff is well to pay attention to who they take out and what they do but yeah but what, what and granted if you're if you're like me and you have one companion that you take out all the time you level that guy up to 50 and you're good and sure. you never have to fucking worry about it again yeah you know, so i mean but but you need to you're gonna have to spend the time but what kind of throws me is if if you bought uh the coffee expansion and you you got your instant 60 and you played through the story you never had to use defensives or cc or use your heroic moment True. you know going through that story and now all of a sudden you're being cast into a situation where you're in these heroic twos and if you haven't built up your influence on your your companion you're really going to be struggling from the combat and you're forced into doing that through through the alliance there's no way to but, not do these heroics but the thing is i think is a new like say where you, if you're talking from that angle as far as like new players go I think that that's kind of important because that's a way to get them to experience stuff that they I didn't want them have to, to be. Do. Yeah, I want them to be better players, yeah, and I want them exactly, to be comfortable exactly. using every ability on their bar. Totally. But I think it's it's such a dramatic leap from where you just show up and you can you can beat all the bad guys, and then you're you're thrown into these yeah. road twos where you do have to CC yeah. that gold over there, and you do have to focus on that other guy, and you do have to heal yourself, and you do have to pay more attention to mechanics in the combat. But I guess I'm, I guess the question is, is like how many people signed up for the first time and got their first sixty in the I last week? I don't know. You know, since the four dot to the four dot dot two. There's been yeah. a lot of returning players though that haven't played in well, years, fuck, and they fuck come returning back. Returning players, they, man. I mean, they they've played before, so I mean, they should at least. Well, maybe know, they sucked before. Well, <laughs> That's true. It's entirely possible. But what I'm saying is, like, returning players at least have an idea, right? And most of those players that left, they left for another MMO. So they're, it's not like they're not playing some game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they still have the kind of experience. What I'm thinking sure. about is I'm thinking about new players that they that just got inaugurated into the game that don't right. have any idea what a fucking, uh, what a CC is. Yeah. You know, then that's something that, that, you have to learn and those are the things like if somebody comes out of a heroic and keeps dying 
you know, hopefully they're willing to go look or ask somebody, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Right. You know, and try to figure it out. And, you know, we've had some people in, in our chat, in our guild that are like, well, you know, what do I do? I'm having trouble with this. It's like, well, you can either drag somebody with you to make that easier on yourself or learn how to play the fucking game. So <laughs> I think there's I think there's a couple different options for people. And I think that you got to actually experience some of that stuff. And part of that part of the problem with that is, is that that's what you did when you were leveling. You know, that's what you did when you were the, when you started it. You one. never dragged somebody with you to level. No, no, no. What I'm talking about, I'm saying what you did is you learned how to use all of those abilities because you got them sure. at each level. Yeah. And hey, look at this. What's this little robot over here? Oh, that's where I can stun fucking robots. All right. Let me do this. Stun this fucking robot. That's kind of cool. That could, that could come in handy in this fight. Sure. You know, I learned about it because I got it on my bar when I was like level 20. You know, now you got it spoon fed, just trickled out to you. Though. Exactly. So it was one of those you kind of get to play with those things as you're as you're leveling up. And I just don't think that experience is quite the same when you're a 60. Yeah. You know, it's like, OK, by the way, you're a 65. Here's blah, blah, drink all these abilities. Ah, it's everywhere. You know, it's like a, so it's like now what? It's like what tanking. Do you, yeah, it's like it's pretty much like tanking. You know, so oh, and, and Lord, I apologize for that, by the way. Last last week, apparently we offended a couple of our listeners. We may, have, our, we may have gone a little far with the uh, analogy. On that uh, just uh, I didn't think it was that far. There's no one what my uh, it, depends on your taste level. What my Google history looks like. No, it's not that far. There's a lot worse, man. But but you know what I'm saying? Like I think the I think it's harder to learn to play the game when you start off drinking from the fire hose. Well, did it you, really is. Did you go through tutorial mode in Kotfi where it's it gives you only three abilities for the first couple encounters? And I you have get not a done it yet. More? I still need to do it. So I, yeah, I haven't done it yet. I've done that and <clears throat> already knowing what the abilities are. It it just felt like a nerf. If I was coming in new, I don't know if that would be helpful or not. Mm. I don't know if that tutorial mode at sixty in in coffee, I I don't have that perspective anymore because yeah. I just say I want my fucking discharge button. How come it doesn't exist? Yeah, you know, and and so for me it felt like a nerf, like you're being hampered. Yeah. it didn't feel like a tutorial. Yeah. So, but I don't have that perspective of. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you don't know, yeah, you know, and then that's what I'm thinking about. It's like is, is that if you don't. If you don't know what those things are, uh, you've got to get an experience with it somehow. And right. the tutorial mode is is one thing, but but really the way that I learned how to do it was, you know, back in the day, you had to start <laughs> at level one, right? You see, and then you had to work your way up to get to this level. You, yeah. you couldn't use a speeder. And <laughs> <laughs> had to go bo- uphill both ways right. in the snow on off. Couldn't uh, even sprint. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, you had to wait till the goddamn uh, this was the worst day ever, man. No <laughs> rocket boots, no nothing. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's not, like I said, it's not the end of the world. No, it's not. And it's it's going to be okay. And it's the type of thing. And actually, um, I, I, I put a, buy a bunch of companion gifts. I mean, so be it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I put a poll out there because... When I have my companion out, I either make them tank. Uh-huh. That way, if I'm on my assassin, I can backstab or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm on my uh, merc, I can stay at range. And my companion is the tank, right? Or if I'm on my tank, I set the companion to be DPS. Mm-hmm. So I'm always doing the tank DPS uh, pairing. See, I just don't want to die. And uh, <laughs> I'm in the, well, not minority. Well, yeah, minority. Because it's almost two to one people do... DPS with a healer companion. Yeah. Or they heal and their companion is a DPS. That DPS healer companion is about 50% of what people do. And then yeah. well, 20, it's 25% also, tank and DPS. It's also 25%. The, the default. 
I mean, every time you get another companion, they they jump. They in do as a come healer. up as a healer. Yeah, so, you're right. I mean, it's a, so. I mean, you're also trying. You have to change from the default. Yeah. And people go out and they realize it's like, hey, I don't die. That's kind of nice. But the thing is nice with a, a good tanking companion. Like nobody takes any damage either, which is yeah, rad. But, when when their influence is up, they just they can be wailed on all day long and they don't take damage because they're they're so good at tanking. But so. when was the last time that I had to actually like um you know uh, heal myself? Well, now that your companion got nerfed, uh, well, <laughs> you're going to be doing that. But I'm talking about you know throw myself in the carbonite to fit after I'm done with the fight. I don't sure. have to. I don't have to stop and heal myself. Well, you don't have to do that with the tank and DPS either, because as a DPS, you don't take damage. The tank takes all the damage, but he mitigates it all, so it's pretty rad. Like it, it's kind of cool. That's convoluted. But it's. Uh, I just want. He- I, I just want heals. Almost. Some, I want to see green. One. Two to one, people do the I the think, healer DPS. Well, like I said, it's it being the default. I think that's that's you know a major reason why you're seeing it. That makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. But I, I I just feel like it's better for my playstyle to have a tank. That way, I'm not getting hit. Mm, okay. I don't like getting hit. That's why you suck. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I I like being healed. I want to see green numbers. You know, I don't sure. want to see my health going up, not down. Oh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> All right, let's shift gear, shift gears a little bit and come into the real world a little bit. The real world. I know. Weird. We talk uh, about this in-game stuff all the time, but we need to talk about some real world stuff. No, we talk real... about in-game stuff in first person. I like, know. <laughs> I like attacking. Like, no, well, I, not, not really. I do. Your, oh, your, your character attacks. Oh, my wife called me out on that the other day. Because <laughs> <sighs> uh, I was telling her about my... I was like, yeah, my outfit is this and this and this. I was like, I show a lot of side boob on my... Uh, <laughs> She's like, you don't show side boob. You're the video game show. I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> they, they call it a role playing game for a reason, right? right? Yes. Oh, damn it. No, I'm sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me go click on things. <laughs> that bitch. But okay. She doesn't get it. Yeah, doesn't understand. You just don't. You don't get me, man. So in the real world, there's some stuff that had been flying around there for a little bit about about Swotor and Confi and even Shadow of Revan, for that matter. Yes. Um, about how um, the marketing machine didn't seem to be rolling very quickly or heavily for Swotor when yeah. we saw a fuckload of stuff for Battlefront. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, like or Battlefront Disney Infinity or Star Wars Commander or Rebel Uprising, whatever that shit is. Yeah, you know, and I know most of the people that play this game are pretty much immersed in the Star Wars universe as far as everything. We watch as Rebels. Yeah. we've been watched every Force Awakens trailer and Japanese trailer oh, yeah. and uh, you know Taiwanese trailer that's come out with anything on it. We've seen all the stuff and we're all part of it, right? right. And I think that. Uh, a lot of us were looking at a lot of that stuff and not seeing anything that represented the game that we play all the time. Right. And so we wanted to go and pick the mind of a marketing professional at Star Wars The Old Republic and tell us why we don't see all of this stuff in front of us. Right. And Debbie Sue Wolfkale is the senior director for marketing for Star Wars The Old Republic. And like we said before, she's got game. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, seriously got game. I think the targeting is a lot about interests and conversations and things that you're viewing or doing. And so theoretically, if you're a target for Battlefront, it's possible that you're going to also see something come up from Star Wars The Old Republic. We try to be judicious in how we target. So if you're a current player, we may put things in front of you that come more as videos 
of the gameplay itself because we know that's where your interest lies as opposed to a straight banner that is inviting you to come in as if you've never played before. And it might seem strange for you to get targeted with a banner ad for a game that you're already playing. So in that sense, I feel good about the fact that you're not seeing a lot of banners, but what we want you to see is we want you to see us popping up as a video potentially on Twitch when you're logging in to see something on Twitch or on Raptor or somewhere else that we know our type of gamer is hanging out. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that but, makes total sense, right? Yeah, it's it's something that we don't think about, but it, you're not the target. Exactly. Like, you, you've already bought the car. Like, you don't need to see another ad for the car that you already bought. Exactly. I get it. But at the same time, though, there is also an effort, even in the auto industry, to make you feel better about the purchase that you've already made. That's true. So part of that seems to be, by the way, it's uh, I want to be able to see what the result is and and what that means. But it makes total sense that we are not the target audience because we're already subscribed. And then also, you know, as far as like probably out of the demo as well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's market to 40-year-old dads. Why not? Yeah, no, no, no part of it. You have spending power, right? Well, it's funny because I get a lot of people sending me um, ads and pop-up banners and blogs and videos that they've seen from Star Wars The Old Republic. And so I think a lot of people um, are seeing a lot of Star Wars The Old Republic and other people are seeing a lot of Battlefront and in a week it could switch again. But I think it's about where you go on the internet, when yeah. you're out That's on the internet, about, because yeah. they're all, you know, I think we're both out there in full force, I'm going to say. And I hope that we're being smart about how we're presenting messaging to people, because the goal isn't to bombard uh, players or gamers or Star Wars fans with messaging. Our goal is to put the right message in front of the right person. And it sounds cliche, but in truth, we do look at where you're going on the internet, and we look at the ti- the kinds of things you're buying or talking about. That can't be good for Chuck. <laughs> you know, we want to put a message in front of the person that's real, that's got a high likelihood of coming in and playing Star Wars: The Old Republic, because it's not effective for me to spend money to target people who aren't a good opportunity for our game um, on many fronts right it makes people irritated to see ads that they think are irrelevant like baby food ads when you don't have a child it's that kind of thing that we don't want to do so my guess is that if you're seeing a lot of battlefront ads there must be a reason why that is well (laughs) it makes sense (laughs) you know they're not going to sell you a car you already bought yeah no and that actually makes a lot of sense you know and i don't think about it that way but because i want i want them to make me happy you know, oh, yeah. I, I want to. I mean, I don't want to see Eve online ads, right? You know, it's like because I don't give a shit about that. I give a shit about Swotor ads, right? Or, or the, you know what I care about. So it's also, you know, the auto industry has made made hay over the years about you know running ads to make you feel better about what you're driving. You know, it's like hey, that's true. You know what? You you we need to make you feel more confident about what you do, what, the choices that you made. Right. Thanks for buying American. Great job. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's true. That's true. I, I think there's some of that too. But then, you know, you just wonder why. As far as you know, what that what that target market and what those targeting what that targeting is really really focusing on. I think that's a good concern. I think it's fair. I think a lot of the marketing is there is marketing happening all around you, but I would say that 
my definition of marketing may be broader than yours as a player. I feel like marketing, we are marketing the game when we go to New York Comic Con and we have a cosplay event. I feel like we're marketing the game when we reveal chapter three on a live stream that Musco plays through and shows to people. And I feel we're marketing the game to the same extent when we're posting on Facebook or forums. Um, I think all of those things are marketing and some of them are more organic and authentic in nature than what you would consider traditional marketing like a billboard or a banner that you see popping up. But I think they're all important. The sacrifice trailer is also marketing and the sacrifice trailer had a very specific role to play. It really was to make the statement that this is a return to Bioware style storytelling and it's the level of storytelling that you expect from our game and the promise that we made when we launched. And that's why we wanted to to reach out in that way. And that really was meant, it was meant for everyone, but in many ways it was meant for our core players and those people who came early in our life cycle as a game and who were so excited and still are about Star Wars The Old Republic. And I think that was like a huge signal to people that this game does have support both within Bioware and within EA in the bigger, you know, broader sense. We want this game to carry the torch forward for all of the games in the KOTOR line. We're proud to be part of Bioware and I think it's time that that also comes forward in a more relevant fashion. There are a lot of people out there that love Bioware that haven't been seeing a lot of this game in marketing or advertising. And so a lot of what we've done this year is expand our sphere of influence in that way. And it's possible that maybe you guys are or are not seeing more of it, but we have definitely done more this year in more channels of of player um, participation than we've ever done in the past. We had more events, we had bigger events, we had more trailers and bigger trailers. We had more live streams, and I'd say more prolific live streams. We had influencers come in. We went to TwitchCon and played the first chapter of the story publicly for an entire day with streamers from all different parts of the gaming community. So we've done a lot more, I would say, um, you know, broader type of targeting than we've ever done before and they're all marketing but they're not marketing in the traditional sense so hopefully some of that is getting out there and it's being seen but like we had a ton of fun at san diego comic-con and we had the um the team that produced our cinematic joining us there they showed a lot of insider art um in terms of the making of that cinematic and then we had the voice of valcorian we had our vo actor join us at gamescom at that community event that cantina event so i mean we've done a lot of different things but i think they're all being seen from different groups of the you know of the gamer population that makes total sense right i mean yes you know i I get that marketing is all over the place and that it's different it's not just it's not just a banner ad 
I get it. It's not just a, a billboard. I live my life on Twitter. Come I know, on. dude. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I don't think about the, the cosplay events or the TwitchCon as marketing, but that's what it is because it's putting it's putting different eyes on the product. So yeah. that, that makes sense. It, it's just I want to – I'm used to seeing banner ads, and that's that's all I know. Well, I mean, I think there's some of that, but, you know, when we're talking about the trailer – you know, I, I I get that. I totally get that. But like the other thing that concerned me was that you know I watched the Force Awakens trailer. When it got done, there's a link for a Rebels trailer. There's a link for a Battlefront trailer. There's a link for uh, a fucking Mickey Mouse goddamn cartoon. Right. There's a link for a Pixar movie and all this other shit. But there was not one for Star Wars: The Old Republic. And that Correct. trailer was huge. Yeah. And awesome. And I think that it didn't play in some of the spots where it really could have played. And really made a difference. And it, you know, brought up the relationship in our minds, I know for me anyway, about, you know, the other games. We talked a little bit about last week, that little clip about the tie-in with Battlefront and how that works. Yeah. And it just seems like there were some missed opportunities there, you know. But, uh, but you know, it, are they, I think that one of the questions that we asked, and, and let's see, we get that answer, is, is, you know, are they in competition with, and is Battlefront like, like, like a head-to-head competitor? So we do have a really strong partnership with the Battlefront team. There's a group internally that's an EA Star Wars team, and we talk every week, sometimes more than once a week, and we share strategies and ideas. And they've given us a lot of great ideas, and we've hopefully given them a few ideas. And we've tried to partner uh, whenever possible and whenever it makes sense. For example, at Star Wars Celebration this year, they had a huge and exciting presence, and it was really a big coming out party for them. And we shared a card that we both gave out at our events. Our card was promoting their event on one side and our event on the other, and they had the exact same card. So we saw a lot of great uh, cross-pollination from people that had been to their booth because they were actually in the convention center, and we were in the hotel attached to the convention center. So we were kind of passing people back and forth, and we did something similar to that at San Diego Comic-Con as well. And then um, we have an insert in their PC packs where if you purchase Star Wars Battlefront and you want to also come in and play Star Wars The Old Republic and you join, you can use that code to get a special Tauntaun and a thermal retention suit, which was really crafted based on their pack key art, which is the Hoth key art. So we wanted to do something that leaned into their focus. Um, so that's kind of fun and we're hoping we can do something again in the coming months uh, where we can offer them some access we invited them we invited some of their guys to come speak at our event at gamescom Um, i know there's some press that are that are doing features that have yet to go live i know one is going live this weekend there's a big episode on fusion.net fusion tv that they're doing on new Star Wars games coming this year. And so the Disney game, our game, and Battlefront are all being uh, shown and previewed in that episode. So that's exciting. So there's a lot of places where we can come together, and uh, it's for the greater good. And then there's some circumstances where I know they've done some events with PlayStation and um, the console group that we haven't participated in. Now, this is one of those points where... 
uh, the marketing professional has taken over and done a very good job. <laughs> it's all one big happy family. A very, very good job of, of making that sound really awesome, right? And it does sound it, awesome. It does sound like, oh my God, that's great. They're all yeah. They're all skipping to lunch together I know. and <laughs> writing the stories together and making new armor and it's all it's all happy. Like it sounds like like wicked is all hell. But you know, there's gotta be something, right? No, because there's only so much dollars to go around. Right, gotta be. There's only so many consumers right. out there, I, and and I mean, I granted, there are two different audiences, right? I know that I know that, you know, primarily Battlefront is going to be a is going to be a console gamer thing, right? Really, the and, FPS thing is, yeah. And I know that there's a, I know that there is a PC component to it, and you can play it on PC, and I played it on PC, but really, I've never really been into other than Doom. That's how far <laughs> back my real first person shooter is on PC. I love playing them on on my Xbox right. more than anything else. So I don't know. So I think we pressed her a little bit more on it to, to find out whether or not really is Battlefront competition. I'm gonna say I'm pretty darn proud of Knights of the Old Republic and the story that it brings to life. And I feel that for gamers who really want to get engaged in a very deep and personal story our game is a great choice and for players that want to kick some ass in uh, Star Wars Battlefront and jump in those fighters and have the great multiplayer battles I think there's a lot of great fun to have in Battlefront I know I'm looking forward to it so I feel that we've actually both carved out a very unique value proposition for gamers but very different you know so there there may be people that want both of these experiences and I think there are but I think that we're both different, and in a way, we're complementary. We really have more of a complementary relationship than a competitive one. I don't see them as a competitor to our game, and I hope they don't see us as a competitor for theirs. I think we can do, I think we are doing more for each other by working together, and I, I think they see that as well. Can I play devil's advocate? Mm-hmm. Is Battlefront the reason why we don't have any new PvP maps? <laughs> I'm gonna have to say no to that. <laughs> um, but I think you know this expansion was the time to lean into story with the increased buzz around the movie. We're giving people that chance to step into their own, the center of their own saga. I think this is what a lot of people want more of in our game, and that's what motivated us. And we were definitely, you know, it was. Spiritually, it felt like a nod um, to Knights of the Old Republic as well and something that the team really wanted to do. And it came out great, and we're proud of it. So I don't see Battlefront at all as impacting our plans in any way, even on the marketing front. But I hope that there are more things we can do going forward. I've had a lot of great suggestions from players about things going both ways in the games. So I'd like to see you know, how that moves forward. Wow. 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 <laughs> Story. Wow. She's good. She's Damn good, it. man. I tell you what. I know. I keep we, getting excited about Swotor. It's like, yeah. We try. We try. <laughs> we. It's so funny because when you're doing interviews and you're talking to people, right, you're trying to, you, you, our whole goal is to get them off message, right? You try to knock them off and. And push them off the cliff a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want you, you know, to say something, you know, you know. Give us the goods. Exactly, right? But, but you know, the whole time we're sitting there talking to her, like, yeah, this game fucking rules. Yeah, all right. You know, because she just got, yeah. Like, damn it. 
she's good, man. Right. Total Jedi mind trick. Totally got it. I think that's what it is. Damn it. But <laughs> I got to say that I get where I get where they're coming from. And you can't have an adversarial adversarial relationship with something that is not uh, completely your competitor because it is a different game. It is totally a different game. They are they are targeting different players. There is, like you said, there's some overlap. You know that Venn diagram does overlap. But they are they are different markets: the console market, the PC market, the Mm -hmm. FPS market, the MMO market. They are different. The story market versus the the you know single player or the you know yeah. the, the the FPS market, but when she said fully faceted story that's invested. But, but in, when she was saying you know you you can have a multiplayer group battle and getting those starships, I was like that sounds like Swotor. Oh, uh, she's talking about Battlefront. It's like uh, <laughs> is that and you asked about PvP maps and I'm thinking why are there no GSF maps? Come on, man, yeah. is that why there's no GSF? Why can't I fly a motherfucking man? <laughs> even hawk up in this motherfucker, man. Come on, I want to fly. You know, if I get in a uh, son of a bitch. I mean, a lot of what we're doing to retain subscribers, which is really about you come into this game and you're excited about the story. And the one thing that we don't want to do is is leave you somewhere where there is no new story to engage in and have you feeling like, oh, I'm all excited. I played these nine chapters. Now I've got nothing to do. So one of the reasons that the development team came up with the idea of having an episodic story where chapters continue to release was that we know our players want a reason to log in and they want to see those stories continue and not once a year with a traditional digital expansion they want to see story coming forward on a regular basis and other features as well so what we're doing this year is every month there are chapters releasing and those chapters are on their way and they continue to build excitement and engagement and your story does not end with the expansion of knights of the fallen empire so that's one really important facet of the game this year that's exciting and i hope drives retention and keeps people engaged But the other thing that we're doing is we're building more what I hope um, people will see as player engagement. We're actively looking at ways to get our players involved in telling their stories. So one example of that that's actually um, not yet announced but is in the works (laughs) is a promotion we would be maybe doing with a um, hardware vendor let's say nvidia and the promotion is going to wrap around the alliance system and it's going to be about recruiting an alliance and giving people the chance to share some of their moments in building an alliance and then earn prizes and get rewarded so what we want to bring forward now is that capability for our community to participate a little bit more and a lot of that happens i think with musco and live streams where we can take questions and respond to people right there on the spot. Some of that happens on the forums, but we'd like to bring that level of sharing and interaction to a bigger, um, you know, a bigger opportunity and a bigger channel, be it Facebook or Twitch, or I'm hoping this promotion that we'll do with NVIDIA. So we're looking for opportunities to share that, and there may be other in-game experiences that we can share. And I also feel that the live stream event we had this year was a big step forward. I mean, the cosplay event that was live streamed in New York was a big step forward for us. We haven't been able to do a cosplay event up to this point, 
and I'd like to lean into that as well. I think people were really excited to share costumes from the game, and I hope that next year we can expand on that and, again, get players to share what their character looks like or some adventure they've been on with their character or a moment that they thought was, like, super cool that they had. So those are the things that we're doing to extend the retention and the engagement with players. There's nothing better than being able to share your moment from your story, especially now when stories are all a little bit different. So many stories. Stories are different. Story. I love it's all my about story. Stories. Have you heard about the story? I've played several There's different a stories. Story. It's crazy. I know, dude. I, you know what? I'm making my own story. That's right. Every day. Epic every, battles. Every day that I play the game, I'm making my own story. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, dude. With, with new alliances. Yes. <laughs> it's great. It's good, Super. though. It's you know, fun. Oh, dude, I tell you what, she's good, man. I know. <laughs> and I will say, if you go out, uh, there is also a survey that they that uh, Musco and the SWOTOR team put out. What would you like to see as subscriber rewards? Yeah. You know? Whereas this summer, we saw early access and the companion mm-hmm, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What would you like to see going forward? So, yeah, stuff we've talked about before on the show. Yeah, so uh, you know. they, are, they are taking suggestions, apparently, and listening. So. And do like suggestions, apparently. That's one thing she did say at the end she of the interview. She said a lot. That, we'd, like, we'd, like to, we'd like to hear from people, but I know for a fact that you hear from people <laughs> all the damn time. Yeah. We have a little segment called I Wish. I know. We do. So, <laughs> we assemble quite a few of, yes. uh, of the things that people like uh, we do. and want so, all in one place. Big thank you to Debbie Sue. Totally, that was a that was a lot of fun. I learned a few things. I gotta say, indeed, it, it was good. And it's it's nice seeing a different perspective because we as the consumers uh, that have already bought the game, we're not the target. So it's yeah. nice to know that there's other things going on behind the scenes, or there they, there is a plan. It's not just cast a wide net and hope yeah. for the best. So yeah, and there is some, there there is marketing happening, people, whether you know it or not. Marketing is all around. It's, it's like all Christmas. <laughs> You know, it it binds us. It uh, control. Ooh. It doesn't control us, but we can. I don't. I don't. No, marketing no. controls us. Marketing. What, what the fuck are you talking about? The, the marketing. Co- <laughs> Damn, like marketing chlorians. Wait, uh, somebody. It's gone somewhere. <laughs> it's with in your that. blood. It's in your blood somewhere. I don't know. All right, let's wrap this show up. Yes. God damn it. Talk um, about hearing about suggestions. Go to badfeelingpodcast.com and leave us a speak pipe. Yay, you can do yeah. that. Uh, you can leave us a speak pipe. Tell us what you think. If you go to the page on badfeelingpodcast.com, it's on the right-hand side. Yes, on yes, the right-hand side is. of the page or here. If I'm physically looking at it, you can go over there and get it. Uh, you can... <laughs> what are you, what are you, for the periscopers. Is that's that how you... Uh, <laughs> also, you can check out like our show music and stuff like that. Links to our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Become a patron. That's We've right. We've got a few on there. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we do. Good tacos in my belly this morning yes. from our patrons. Thank oh, you. Oh, I love patron tacos. Much appreciated. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. Also, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us. Maybe leave us a review. Tell us uh, how awesome we are. Yeah. And Maybe. next week is going to, you're really going to be excited. Oh, next week is going to be the week of Thanksgiving. Normally, since these pop out on Thursday, we are going to have the fuck us a very special episode a very special That's episode right. last year was the safe for work episode we're going the other way this year <laughs> and nobody liked the safe for work episode after all that work you put through there i think so many people were disappointed with it i know like oh you actually bleeped out the f-bombs i know i felt <laughs> you know I, I was like man all the effort that you made to make that lot, i know it was a ton Fucking of effort pain in the ass because <laughs> i'm a dirty mouth motherfucker i am i totally understand yeah. it so yeah it's evil so instead so stay tuned we're going the other way next week you're the fuck us over I've got a bad feeling about this podcast
hope you enjoyed the Bad Feeling Podcast. You can contact Chuck at badfeelingpodcast.com, Brian at badfeelingpodcast.com, on Twitter at badfeelingpdcst. They ran out of letters. The Bad Feeling Podcast is not affiliated with BioWare, LucasArts, or EA. Trademarks are the property of the respective owners.